Welcome to Beating the Market with Scott Welch. And hello, welcome to the Beating the Market podcast. This is episode nine in a series of 10 on the greatest trading strategy ever invented. If you've missed any episodes, feel free to go back to episode one. They are sequential and you can follow along that way. This episode, we're going to talk about something that might even be more beneficial than all the things we've talked about before. Now, going back, we know that the experts have a solution for you. Buy an index fund. It's perfect. You mimic the market. You'll make the returns. You'll make that 7%, and life will be grand. It's so simple, and the experts have written books to try to get you to have this one simple solution. Because why? Well, it works, and you can't do worse than the market. But also, we're not smart enough to do better than the market. And since we're all too stupid to do better, just buy an index fund. And there are even other experts that believe that the market can't be beaten in the first place. Efficient market, right? Even though we have evidence in season one in this podcast that should be enough to dispel all those silly things. But here's the thing about index funds besides all the rest, all right? Crisis. If a crisis comes, a real crisis, a real the world is ending crisis, index funds slash the market will get killed. Just go back. Go back to your charts. Go back to your research. Go back to your encyclopedias. They don't have encyclopedias, but you know what I mean. Go back to 2008 and take a look. Index funds got killed. Regular market traders got killed. The market got killed, right? Hmm. That's the solution. I don't know if you were trading or looking at your 401k or looking at your funds during that time, but I was personally scared to death. I was scared all the way out of the market. Watching the results of how the market traded that day was must-see TV, and it was horrifying. Warren Buffett said that we were about 24 hours from going to an ATM, and there's no money in it. I don't know if that's true, but it scared me to death. 2008 was scary. And you know what your index fund strategy would have been doing then? It would have been even scarier. Down, 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 down. As much as 50%. Some estimates, depending on what you're trading, might have been down 56%. That's not good. So, might you be curious as how trend following did during that crisis? Well, you should be, because trend following absolutely cleaned up. They dominated. They thrived. You have to understand, and you go back and listen to the other, the other episodes, that trend followers get involved with every trend, good or bad. Trend following is not just going long and hope the market does well. Trend followers get involved with everything. Index funds only do well when the market goes up. Trend following, if there's a trend, they follow it. So when there's momentum in any direction, a trend follower wins. If something goes up like crazy, we win as trend followers. Something goes down savagely like it did in 2008, we still win. Hooray! We only lose as a trend follower when there's no trend. 
But if something bad is happening, your index fund isn't going to save you. Trend following will put money in your pocket and a lot of it. Go back and check all the trend followers and check their results in 2008. <laughs> it's quite a success story. But even if we go back to the tulip mania, right? Remember we talked about that? Even then, if there were computers and charts and trading, a trend follower would have gotten in when the tulip prices started going crazy up, when it went from 2 to 60, like we talked about. And they would have ridden that as far as possible, catching chunk after chunk after chunk. But when people decided that, you know, this is ridiculous. Why are we buying tulips? I don't know why they bought them in the first place, but finally it hit them. Oh, these aren't worth anything. And it went down, down, down. Google and check that chart again. You see how crazy it is going up? It's just as crazy going down. It went all the way back down. You know who wins in both directions? Trend followers. They would have gotten the huge move up and they would have gotten back in and ridden the huge fall down. Trend followers in the tulip mania would have made money both ways. You wouldn't have sat around wondering, when's this going to end? When's this going to end? It went from 2 to 10. When's it going to end? You just ride it patiently, calmly. And then when it ends, it ends. And if it starts up again, you're in. And if it goes the other way, you're still in. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing going on with Bitcoin right now. Bitcoin isn't tradable for the regular public as I sit here and talk in 2017, November. They're talking about put, making it a commodity and putting it on a chart, but it's not really tradable yet, not pure bit, Bitcoin. You just have to go and buy Bitcoin from the dealer, right? But if it were available, if Bitcoin wasn't so specialized, this run, this run that's threatening to be the greatest maker of money of all time, it would have been easy to be in on it. You would have ridden the trend. You wouldn't have gotten all of it. You never do. But you'd be doing just fine in Bitcoin now, and you wouldn't have to worry about is there regulation coming out or is it become, going to become scarce or not become scarce or anything else. You would have just been able to ride Bitcoin. Trend followers would kill to be able to have traded Bitcoin from the beginning. And guess what? Like I said, if it crashes, a trend follower will be on top of that too. So that is the secret advantage of trend following, not necessarily the research that goes back or the returns that it can produce, but the crisis management. If you think a crisis is coming, and as I sit here right now in 2017 late, people are saying the stock market is going to go down. If you're an index funder or someone who trades long stocks, you could sit there and be nervous. Or you could be a trend follower and not worry about it and just say, huh? I'm going to keep riding it, and then I'll follow it down. If there is a crisis and you're worried about it, guess what? There's no better place to be than a trend follower or trend following. Okay? That might be the biggest advantage of all. When we come back in the next episode, we will talk about ways to get all this trend following madness into your investing life. To email the show, please send your emails to beatthemarketpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also go to my website at scottwelshwith2ts.me.